Well, this is my life. It's my life now. It's the life I wanted. This is the life I chose. The life, the life I choose every day. Yes, yes, I, I choose this every single day. And I'm happy with my choice. <laughs> and now the phone is ringing, which does not add to any anxiety because I don't even have any. Hey, hi, babe. Yeah, everything's good. Everything's great. Oh, that's the alarm system. It's going off for no reason. I can't figure out how to get it to stop with us. <laughs> Not a big deal. It'll wear itself out eventually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nope, that is totally fine, babe. I got it. I got it under control. My wife will not be home when she said she would be. She'll actually be a few hours late. That's fine, because I have it under control. It's under control. <laughs> Hey. <clears throat> Good to know that if you scream, that home alarm shuts itself off. <laughs> what fresh hell? Oh, hi! I had this intense premonition that I would swing by today. Deirdre, it's been chaotic this morning, and Leslie's not going to be home for a few hours. There <laughs> they go again. You want a home one? Mm, I can't imagine anything more healing. Uh, you might say something like that. You get in here and get healed. I do find the sound of a baby's cry to be like music. Deirdre is insane. She is suffering from profound insanity. But I mean, maybe so am I. Maybe I've lost touch with all the joys of parenthood. And I'm just taking my beautiful twins for granted. Am I a jerk? No! That baby threw up on me. <laughs> but I am being perfectly reasonable. And if Deirdre calls this baby's puke a miracle, then I am going to kick her out of my house. Well, that's gross. Deirdre, you're a genius. Get us out of the house on a walk in the sunshine with a quiet babies and a happy dog. This is the life. The energy in that house felt, well... Uh, hold on. <clears throat> yes? It's the same old stuff. You arrange a babysitter, because Leslie, we're going to go out to dinner, a little date night with Sarah and James, but James just canceled. Hmm. You know, that cloud looks like a fox eating an ice cream. Frankie, if I weren't vegan... You know what? I bet James is just scared. I bet he's scared to hang out with me and Leslie. You two aren't particularly frightening. I mean, because James sees his future. He sees the bags under the eyes. He sees the frizzy hair, the puke-stained clothes. I mean, we're a manifestation of what's to come for him and Sarah. Oh, yes, a resistance to fate. Suffering always comes from the resistance to pain. It makes sense. This stuff is hard. This morning, I very nearly had a psychotic break. If you hadn't shown up when you did, things might have gotten out of hand in there. You have no idea how scary it can get in the Twin Thunderdome. You think James is scared? I mean, that's all it is. James is scared. He's scared of his future. And he has every reason to be. I mean, this life on the outside and from the inside is horrifying. After my third day in a row on twin duty, I had a bit of a freak out. Nothing major. I just cried hysterically for a few hours, pulled out a decent portion of the hair on my head, and smashed the Alexa with a hammer for reasons I'm not willing to disclose. So, Leslie made me take a day off, and I met Kat and Sam at the gym for my first workout since the day that twins were born. 
So you're like not okay, right? I am loving life. I'm out of the house. I'm out with my friends. I'm about to get on a treadmill. Deidre said she came by the other day and you were like one second away from dissolving into a puddle. It's parenthood. We'll see someday. No, I won't actually. Dude, I love that you're here right now. Cat usually completely smokes me on every machine. At least with you here, I won't look so pathetic. You two do this all the time? <laughs> you two do this all the time? James used to come too, but, you know. Stop bringing him up. I'm tired of talking about James all the time. Oh, don't worry about James. I had a brain blast the other day, and I figured it all out. Oh, Jimmy Neutron, what did you figure out? James is just scared. He sees how hard it is to be married and have babies, though he's scared. I don't buy it. With all the emotional support he does for us, it's basically like he has five babies already. Dude, I'd be freaking out if I was getting married. <laughs> I mean, I'd skip town too. Ghost. James wouldn't do that. He wouldn't run away. He's not. But that's when it hit me. James would run away. Anyone would. Anyone could, because here's the thing. I did. When I found out my gorgeous, beautiful, perfect wife was pregnant with twins, I flipped. I disappeared for three full days. And well, I might have never come back if it weren't for James. I ran away to this cabin my brother owns in rural Maryland. It's pretty remote and I knew none of my friends knew that it existed. There's this quiet place. Oh, imagine my surprise when I hear a knock at the door and it's James. James, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What? How'd you find me? Frank, everyone is freaking out, man. Leslie thinks you're dead. You disappeared with no text, no call, no nothing. This is not okay, dude. Oh, my God. I'm going to call Leslie. No, no, don't. What if instead you just... Finish that sentence. What if I just what? Mm, Tell her I'm dead. There's no way I'm telling your pregnant wife that you're dead. What's going on? I can't do this, twins. There's no way. I wasn't even ready for one yet, really. So your plan is to leave Leslie, who you love... Alone with twins? And make her think you're dead? Well, I never put it all on paper like that. When you say it all in a row, I sound kind of like a sociopath. Or like I'm Sam. I'm going to call Leslie and let her know you're safe. Then we'll talk. Okay, you're right. You're totally right. You're always right. How did you find me? Years ago, you cracked some joke about a getaway house in Maryland. Didn't sound like a joke to me. I've always known you and your brother had this place. Figured you had your reasons for never inviting us up here. That was James. Always listening. You might not believe me, but up until lately, I've sort of always been the cool-headed guy in the group. So if I could freak out, skip town to rural Maryland in order to fake my own death, then I could see James trying to phase himself out of his own life in order to avoid making a deeper commitment to Sarah. I decided to do for James what he had done for me. I was going to track him down and convince him to stay. Daddy's calling his friend. Someday you two will have friends. And they'll come over and then I'll have to watch even more kids. Other people's kids even. (laughs) And that'll be fine. I'm not going to panic about that. Not at all. Hey, uh, now's not the best time. James, Leslie's watching the twins tonight. Let's get dinner. Can't. Sorry, man. Come on, James. 
Sounds like you're busy over there. I should let you go. No, no, I'm not busy. They do the crying thing all the time. Hello? James? James? Perhaps the situation was more dire than I thought. I went down some real deep, dark, long online rabbit holes, but James was tricky. He wasn't posting stories. He hadn't tweeted since the friggin' Olympics. I couldn't figure out his email password, but that's when I saw it. A Venmo transaction with an independent bookstore in <gasps> Long Island. Hey, hey, James, James. Frankie, why are you waving your phone in my face? Uh, he found you using Venmo. Isn't that crazy? Using Venmo? Brother, we need to get dinner and we're doing it right now. We got to talk. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Man, I love this place. I haven't been here since the twins were born. <laughs> I haven't done most things since the twins were born. That's probably normal in the first year or two, I assume. I think I'm gonna have the chicken tikka... Or wait, is that basic? Should I branch out, get something a little more interesting? I'll just get a tea. I don't have that much time. A tea? You're a busy man. Come on, you need some fuel. Uh, Frankie, what's up? That's what I'm here to ask you. What's up with you? You've been tough to pin down. Everything's great, man. Work's busy. Sarah's good. Got that studio, which is good. Sarah's good? That's why you're hardly sleeping at home these days? That's not true. And it's not really your place. It's not true or it's not my place? Which one? This feeling weird, Frankie. I'm late for this thing. No, no, no. Wait, wait, James. It's, it's me, remember? When you came to the cabin and you dragged me back to my own life? I don't get what you're alluding to. I get it. Everything's gotten to be a bit much, you know? You got engaged, you're making these plans for the future, so you're running away. I get it. Frankie, no offense, but if I was trying to run away and fake my own death, I'd be a little smarter than you. Well, well maybe you wanted me to find you today, you know? Like how I wanted to be found out. No, what you did was messed up. Look, I, I was scared, okay? I was scared of the commitment, but... Ultimately, the commitment made Leslie and my love grow. Thanks for your concern, but Frankie, I'm not the one tripping out in a cabin in Maryland, all right? I got it. James, wait. Well, shoot. I may have overstepped. After my clumsy and failed intervention with James, I started thinking that he had a point. He was smarter than I was, and if he really wanted to actually run away, I suppose he would have. I remember a trip we all took together during spring break freshman year. James and Sarah had been going strong for a whole semester, so things were getting pretty serious. Dude, check out that hottie paddleboarding. Damn! Don't be gross, Sam. Okay, she is pretty hot. See? There's James and Sarah coming back. They looked so peaceful in that kayak. Navigating open water together is such a unifying experience. Yeah, maybe that's why we broke up, Dee. We never navigated open water together. I believe that may have played a part, yes. Hey guys, we're in love! Whoa, yo, what's he saying? We're in love! Oh my gosh, they totally said it out there. That's so cute! I told Sarah I love her. And I said it back. I love you, loser. I love you, loser. Aw, I'm gonna barf. I'm, I'm actually gonna barf. I'll be right back. <laughs> I cannot wait to be in love someday. I can't believe you said it first. I was just about to. I even told Kat, right? Yeah. She told me she was going to say it on this trip. I told Frankie. <laughs> and I kept it a secret. I did good. It's really not good for the body to hold secrets, Frankie. It's a surprise, not a secret. 
Mm. I'll never stop appreciating your wisdom, Catherine. <sighs> hey, I just threw up in the lake. We gotta go. Oh, God. Well, let's go celebrate anyway, right? We got some celebrating to do. Celebrate what? That these two got all gooey out at the lake? Come on. We're on a group vacation, dude. You are such an asshat. But let's celebrate these losers finally stating the obvious. You guys are the best friends in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That trip really was special. This was all before I met Leslie, so I didn't really have a concept of what it meant to love fully. Later that night, when we were celebrating at the cantina, James and Sarah were like a beacon of hope to a little schlubby like me. Tell me. Tell me how it all went down. I need the details, brother. It's so corny. You know I love corn. You are my safe space for my corny side. James, we're playing darts. I'll be over in a sec. I'm giving Frankie the play-by-play. Don't tell him all my secrets, loser. (laughs) You two are too sweet. I might not survive. All right, so basically, we're rowing. Well, Sarah was doing most of the rowing. I was watching her row. And then she noticed that I wasn't rowing, and I said... I was just trying to let you have the full experience. And she said, the full experience of rowing double my weight through this lake? And I looked at her. I just said it. And then she said it back. Yeah, and then she said it back. In retrospect, I guess we were young and making a big deal out of two people saying a couple of words to each other. But it did feel like a big deal. We could all see that these two were soulmates, taking it to the next level which is exactly how it felt nearly 10 years later when James proposed. And now things just weren't feeling that way. Leslie and I have had just as many gushy, lovey moments as Sarah and James. That's why I married her. But when James found me at the cabin that day, I was the most scared, sad version of myself I'd ever been. Well, Leslie is relieved, but... She's also kind of beyond pissed that you're alive. Why did I do this? I gotta be honest with you, Frank. I've always admired you. I've always thought that you really have your shit together more than the rest of us, but... I know, I know. I don't think you do know. We were worried sick. We filed a missing persons report. And here you are just living out some fantasy? I wasn't living out some fantasy. You have no idea what I'm going through. Yeah, and I also can't imagine pulling what you just pulled. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I'm being harsh right now, and I'm sure I'll forgive you eventually, but I don't know, man. It's like, I've lost some respect for you. Okay. I appreciate you coming out and making sure I'm okay. (sighs) Sorry to hand your ass to you. I deserve it. Yeah, you do. All right, I'm going to head back. I'll see you in the city. Call your wife, idiot. There we go, there we go, I fall asleep, I just fall asleep. No, not now. Okay, 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 we're getting you out of here. Do not wake your brother, don't wake up your brother. Nap time is a pivotal moment of the day. If everything goes according to plan, then survival is probable. If there is even the smallest hiccup, Life as we know it on planet Earth could swiftly come to a complete end. But it was a text from Sarah. Oh, it's Auntie Sarah. She's at the door. Hey, sorry, I didn't want to ring the doorbell just in case they were 
kidnapping. <laughs> well, we were until a certain text came through. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Kind of. Not really kidding here. So, I, I wanted to talk to you about something kind of awkward. I'm sorry for breaking into your place with Sam. I you know, said it before, I hope the banana bread was good, but it's one of the top five stupidest moments of my life. I never forgive me. No, 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 it's fine. It's, it's, it's not that. But it does involve the number one stupidest moment of your life. Oh, deciding to be a father in my 20s? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm joking. It's about when you ran away. Right. Um, you don't think James would? Hearing Sarah ask me this was heartbreaking. And illuminating. Hearing those words come out of her mouth made me say what I already knew deep down. Sarah, James would never run away. The other day... I can't believe I'm telling you this. The other day, he packed a bag full of clothes and... I don't know where he went. He went somewhere, but then he came back, but then he left again... Maybe he was just Marie condoing the closet. You know, maybe that pinstripe suit is finally not giving him joy anymore. He said it was for work, but, like, he teaches piano lessons to kids. The things Sarah was telling me were concerning, but she looked so worried. I just wanted to comfort her. Sarah, James doesn't run from stuff. You know, he's not me. He's better than me. He's better than that. I know it. You know it. Frankie, do you mind not telling the others that I asked you this? I'm trying to stay level-headed, you know? You know, it's not good for the body to hold secrets. Deirdre told me that. <laughs> oh my god, shut up. No, 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 some shout she's right. <laughs> okay. I love you. Thanks. I love you too. It's gonna be okay, Sarah. Look, she's asleep. <gasps> This spot for the next two hours. You also cannot move. Don't now stop laughing. You're moving, you're wiggling when you laugh. Still.